Psalm 99. The Lord reigns, peoples tremble, enthroned upon cherubim the earth shakes. The Lord is great in Zion, and exalted over all the peoples. They acclaim your name, great and fearful, he is holy, and with a king's strength he loves justice. You firmly founded righteousness, judgment and justice in Jacob you made. Exalt the Lord our God, and bow down to his footstool, he is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among those who call upon his name, called to the Lord, and he answered them. In a pillar of cloud did he speak to them. He kept his precepts and the statute he gave them. Lord our God, it was you who answered them. A forbearing God you were to them, yet an avenger of their misdeeds. Exalt the Lord our God, and bow to his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Psalm 99 is uh, another fairly straightforward psalm. Um, you can easily imagine it being used in a um, worship uh, event, in some sort of uh, sacred event uh, on the temple. Um, I, I keep reminding myself that I think of a worship event and I have in mind what happens in our churches. And, um, you know, that's a, a wonderful thing to have, um, you know, a reference to have. Um, but it's probably not exactly what was going on um, on Zion uh, when, when these um, when these psalms were used. Um, we know that there were sacrifices. It would have been loud and noisy and bloody and chaotic. I think. I, I think. Uh, I think we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves if we um, uh, were there. Uh, just so far outside of our cultural norms, um, you definitely would not think of. Um, you know, the sort of, um, you know, choir, uh, we sometimes uh, in choir, we talk about the, uh, you know, the, the choir in robes where they're holding their hands, uh, clenching their hands in front of them, uh, and um, and how that, that sort of choir wouldn't have been what the Israelites would have been uh, using. It would have been something very different, and it's hard to know exactly what. Um, uh, by the way, we we try to avoid um, that sort of stuffy image of a choir, that really, really formal image. Um, it's a balance. Uh, you want to be respectful, but um, but the Lord uh, <laughs> has been worshiped over the years in very wild and crazy ways. And uh, we have uh, you know, a symbol of that in the way that the, the entire earth shakes um, as the Lord is reigning, he's sitting on his throne and it's causing not just his throne, but the entire earth to shake and even down to the cherubim. And again, we've sort of sanitized the cherubim over the years. Uh, if you look at a picture, uh, you know, Google search cherubim, you're likely to see a little uh, cute baby angel with tiny wings acting adorable. Uh, and uh, that's so far from the reality that it's presented in the Old Testament. It's hard to uh, it's hard to even comprehend how we got here. Um, Robert Alters uh, says readers should be reminded these are not the dimpled darlings of Christian iconography, but fierce mythological beasts with the body of a lion, large wings, and a human face. They were imagined as God's celestial steeds and also as the throne on which God sat cherubim were carved on the top of the Ark of the Covenant. And so you need to imagine um, not these little cute baby angels, um, but something terrifying, something that would um, 
if you ran into it in the middle of the night would um, would cause you to run away in fear. Um, we just don't fear God um, the way that the ancients uh, uh, seem to have and uh, the way that we're called to. Um, and then it switches to something a little bit more uh, specific from not the whole earth um, shaking, but specific to uh, the nation of Israel. It talks about Aaron and Samuel and Moses um, calling on the Lord's name. And um, because his priests and his prophets were able to do that, um, the psalmist suggesting that we also are able to call on the name of the Lord and be answered um, goes back to the pillar of the cloud, which is, of course, the the image in the Exodus um, when God was leading them across the desert for 40 years. Um, during the day, it was a cloud, and during night, it was a pillar of fire. And wherever it stopped, um, they stopped and set up camp. Uh, again, like we have a sanitized view of God. If he shows up in a pillar of fire, a pillar of cloud, uh, and leads us, that's that's remarkable. And um, you know, we would do well to remember that that who, that's who God is too. And then, um, because it seems like this whole series is talking about injustice, it ends with um, uh, a talk, you know, talking about avenging their misdeeds. And um, we need to stand in fear and trembling before our Lord about the things that we have done, the things that we have failed to do. And uh, this week has been um, a hard one for me for that, um, trying to discern um, how I have sinned against my, uh, my fellow Christians in my local church um, and uh, what I can do to, um, to restore trust uh, and um, and what I can't, um, what things are outside of my ability. And um, to be clear, it's uh, it's something where I believe that there is sin on my part, but um, there was also some injustice um, that um, that needs to be addressed. And uh, if we don't um, take care of it, um, that doesn't mean it's it's not going to be taken care of. It just means that it's going to be delayed until God's judgment. Um, and so this is a terrifying thing. Uh, we should be standing in fear of the Lord, uh, not of each other, but of the Lord. Um, so all I can do is pray at this point and, uh, and trust in him. All right. I will try to be a little bit less dour uh, the next time we talk. Um, Psalm 100, it's a big round number. Uh, uh, that's coming up next. Um, I'll talk to you then.